Riley, good morning. What's up, guys? Well, we got a bye week here, so we got a little time to ponder the meaning of life, or at least the meaning of college football. And I'm curious, when you watched <laughs> Utah blow Washington State out, did that tell you about more about the Utes and their response to USC, or did that tell you more that Washington State is just not a good team and you still have questions about the Utes? What were you thinking watching that? Well, I, I, think it's a little, I think it's a little bit of both. I think Washington State's not, not quite as good as we thought they were going to be. We thought, we thought with the returning starters and the way this new quarterback was playing, they're going to be pretty good. But I think the, the, the heavier response or the, the weightier response is that the Utes played more like we thought that they were going to play. And the defensive backs obviously stepped up and played a great game. I thought... I thought the stop by Julian Blackman on the goal line there at about the three-yard line was a huge momentum play. And, you know, he's just been a really, really good football player for, you know, the University of Utah for a number of years. And he's made the transition to safety. And I just I do think he's a good leader for them. I think he's the type of person that is resilient and can can – can flip that switch from, you know, the, the group not playing that great defensively against, you know, Southern Cal, and then coming back and playing well. But I think if you if you really want to get down to it here, Tyler Huntley has been phenomenal, and I thought that the last game was the game that I've been begging for his whole career. Where, where I've said in the past, I'd really like him to just play more authentic. Meaning, not trying to prove that he's a passer, not trying to prove that he's a runner, just playing football and doing what comes natural. And I thought it was the most natural game, the most authentic game that I've seen him play. And if he plays like that for the rest of the year, this team is really scary because he can he can run ball, he can he can throw the ball. I mean, he's always had a big arm, he's always been able to do great things. But I think sometimes we've just been a little bit wondering, like, why are you trying to prove that you can pass the ball? Or why are you trying to prove that you can run the ball in this situation? And I thought he took what the defense gave him all game long. When they gave him the run lane, he took the run lane. And when they gave him the pass, he took the pass. And it was it was a really, really complete game for me to watch him play the way that he did. Agree 100%, Riley. Masterful performance. There's no doubt about it. He's playing at an elite level right now. And if he continues that, it may be a loss along the way. You know, while Washington game is going to be difficult, it's always going to be difficult under a Chris Peterson team to go up to Seattle and beat them now. And so we'll see how that plays out. That's a month from now. But I don't expect them to lose any other games. So then my question for you is, what is or what are the reasons for this increased in effectiveness and how much of it maybe just boils down to the play calling that Ludwig is putting Tyler in a position to succeed and as a senior he's grasping that understanding and then going out and doing it well I I think you have to give a little bit of credit to Huntley in the sense that he's a senior he's got a lot of experience behind him now he understands what it takes to win football games and the way that he's taking care of the football is uh, not only is he playing aggressive and doing some good things in the red zone and doing some interesting things, but he's doing what the coaches want, which first and foremost with the coach Kyle Whittingham team is to take care of the football. So I think he understands that. He understands the value of that as a senior. And then I think that you cannot discount the fact that Andy Ludwig has done a great job of getting his eyes in the right place of 
allowing him to play a high percentage completion game, whether it's a big game where he's throwing for a whole bunch of yards or whether he's just throwing for a few yards, he's not hurting them in the pass game. In fact, he's helping them because he he completes a high percentage of passes. He doesn't throw interceptions. He can beat you with his feet, and now he's showing that he can throw touchdowns down the field. I think it's a good football team now. Like we said, I don't think Washington State's as good as we thought they were going to be. We want to see him do this against a really high-caliber team, but you know, all all signs are pointing to the fact that for me, he's going in the right direction, and this is the type of quarterback play that can win a championship for the University of Utah. Do you think they're getting improved receiver play, or do you think he's making the receivers better? Oh, I think the receivers are are improved. Uh, the one thing that I've noticed about the receivers is. Uh, more of a willingness to not just catch the ball, but do something with the ball when they catch it. Um, I also think this is this is what I think, and, and I, I got to hear a little bit behind the scenes with Troy Taylor. There were not as many fast rules or like hard fast rules for quarterbacks and wide receivers in the Troy Taylor offense. And in other words, there was a lot of times where it was like, "Well, just run to the green grass right there, and then and then throw the ball to the green grass and." To me, as an offensive coordinator, like that, that I don't understand that because you need to give hard rules to guys so that you can say that was right or that was wrong. If you're just saying like, "Oh, just run to the green grass, run to the area," it, it leaves a lot of ambiguity for both the quarterback and for the wide receivers. And I think because of Andy Ludwig and because of the fact that there's hard, fast rules, no, this is the route that you run against this situation. This is the route that you run against this situation. And if you don't, there's accountability. I think it's giving them more discipline in their routes, and it's giving them more freedom to actually make big plays because if you know you're running the right route and you catch the ball, like there's no second-guessing. There's no like, oh, was I supposed to be running to the green grass there? And so I think they can play a little bit more free, ironically, because they're more disciplined and there's more hard, fast rules for them to follow. And so I think they've improved their route running. I think they've improved their pass catching. And then what ends up happening is is now they feel confident about the route they run. Now, once they catch the ball, it's it's about making a play. And so I, I think the, the wide receiver play improved. I think the quarterback play has improved. And as a result of this discipline on the offense, it's a little bit different than it's been in the past. We're seeing these guys be able to make some plays after they catch the ball. You're saying that you want to see Tyler Huntley do this against better programs, the elite level, the higher caliber. But when I look at their schedule, I only put Washington in that category. Right, which which to me is, is you know, that's the litmus test for him is, is like, can you – can you replicate that kind of performance against the University of Washington? And look, we're talking about the Pac-12. So when, I, when I'm being critical of Washington State, it's because they're down a little bit. It's still a really good defense. It's still a really good team. It's not. I'm not trying to take away from the fact that that was a great performance. I just don't think they're quite as good as we thought they were going to be. And you're right. When you look through the rest of the schedule, Washington is an elite team. That's an elite defense. And if you, if you want to win a championship – you pretty much have to, you have to beat Washington and you have to beat USC in this conference right now. And and those are the two teams with maybe maybe you can sprinkle in Oregon there, but those are the those are the three teams that you gotta feel like you can beat them 
with great quarterback play. And I think right now, the way Tyler Huntley's playing, that they can't. And I think that they will be in a ball game against Washington. I know Washington's a good game, but the way Tyler Huntley's playing, the way he doesn't turn over the football, I think I think this is a big opportunity for the Utes to, to take advantage of great quarterback play, good defensive play, good solid special teams play, and really make a run this year. I I, I, I scratch my head about the USC game. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Um, it certainly wasn't Tyler Huntley. I, I felt like he played great in that game. Maybe, maybe it shook them a little bit that Moss got hurt, and it took them a little bit to adjust and and figure out what they were going to do. And then it was a little too late in that game. But USC will be a head scratcher to me. But there's always in, in the Pac-12. It feels like there's always a head scratcher loss, right? Like. Every team has a loss where you're just like, really? They lost to that team? I didn't see that coming. And so it'll be interesting to see how this all pans out. But you got to feel good if you're a Utah fan right now, just watching Tyler Huntley get better and better and better each game. And he is playing really good football right now. Riley Jensen, our college football insider, joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What do you think of BYU now with their quarterback and uh, running back both hurt? Do they have the depth to handle some of the teams left on their schedule? What's your level of expectation for them going forward? Boy, it, it, it feels all of a sudden, you know, you had a USC win, you had a Washington loss that you didn't love. I mean, mostly because they thought it was going to be a little bit more of a competitive game. And then all of a sudden, Toledo comes in and and really just kind of exposes BYU. It's so interesting to, to just think about the USC game versus the Toledo game and, and watch a team that looks undisciplined in ways and, and can't do certain things. And you're just like, wow, this it looks so different than the USC game. And I think... That's got to be the frustration for a BYU fan is the is the up and down of like of BYU right now. The injuries are going to be tough to overcome. I mean, Tyson Williams was a was you just got that feel that that was a legitimate running back that that was somebody that you could hang your hat on and you could run the ball. Um, the injury to to Zach Wilson is a big one. I think I think Jaron Hall is a very capable quarterback. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he's if he's got the savvy in the pocket to understand when to run and when not to run. Um, when he was in high school, um, when I watched him play, if there was a criticism that I had of him, and and this is something that could totally have changed him. He's been on a mission, and I'm excited to see what what'll happen. Was he turned high school games into a backyard football game by scrambling around the field because he was the best athlete on the field. And then all the rules were broken, and he could hit guys that were, like, you know, on double and triple moves because he'd been scrambling around. When you get to college, it's really hard to do that. It's really hard to turn a defense into a backyard football game. And so you have to throw the ball on a no-step drop. You have to throw the ball on a three-step drop and throw, and you have to throw it on the three and a hitch. You have to throw on time. So my criticisms of him in high school will be difficult to overcome if he hasn't learned that lesson. My guess is is that he's been taught that and that he's getting better. We'll have to see how much better when Jaron Hall comes and plays quarterback. But this is going to be a tough haul. I mean, they've got a bye week. 
uh, are they playing at South Florida? I think they are yeah. playing at South Florida. So, so you got the two time zones with a decent team that you're playing against. Then you come home, and I don't know if they go to Boise or a home, but then they're at Utah State. Um, those are difficult. Those two games right there are going to be huge for this program and huge for Kalani Sataki. And the pressure, I don't think, is off. I mean, I feel like the pressure is kind of back on. You've got two injuries. You've got, um, you know, some difficult teams coming up. And I would, I would just say this. Most people would say, well, God, I mean, you almost got to be a little bit easy on him because they're injured, you know, because these injuries happen. But injuries happen every year to football teams. And if, if you're not able to overcome and if you're not able to beat teams that, that – and, and for lack of a better term, should, you know, BYU fans feel like they should beat their contemporaries of Boise State, South Florida, and Utah State. There's nobody that I know that's a BYU fan who doesn't feel like they should beat Utah State. And although other people may feel different, the, the fan base, you know, the old guard, Tom Homo, those guys feel like those should be wins. And regardless of injury, that's going to be tough to overcome for Kalani if he doesn't win those games. And I'm not saying that he can't win those games, but I think the pressure is on right now. And we're going to see the response of this team uh, over these next three games. And I think the bigger problem than the injury might be that the D-line gives up 230 yards rushing a game. And I think they have the least amount of sacks in the country, or they're, they're way down in the country as far as sacks and quarterback pressures go. So there's, there's other problems on the defense that they've got to fix that I think are going to be really significant if some of those things don't change in the next little while here. So do you think BYU's program is in a bad spot, decent spot, good spot? It feels like to me that they're in a better spot than they were obviously two years ago, and, and it feels like they're trending upwards. But that could that – could, I, I feel like they're teetering. Like I feel like these – it's crazy that three games could feel like the direction of the program, right – but I do feel like right now it's teetering on which direction it's going to go. And I love Kalani. I think, I think he's a great coach. I think if you sit down and you talk to him, not only is he fun to talk to, but he's super knowledgeable about the game. I think he's a good recruiter. I think he's good for these kids. But for whatever reason, things have just not come together as fast or as smooth or as easy as maybe everybody thought that it would. How much do you put this on the experience of the quarterbacks? Because I went and looked at Travis Wilson and Huntley's record. I mean, I can run through the numbers for you, but it's night and day between their freshman and sophomore years versus what they've been able to produce their junior and senior years. You were talking about Huntley not turning the ball over. Well, his touchdown-interception ratio has improved every year. Last year they started a senior and then a freshman. Now they're starting a sophomore and a freshman. If they get to six and seven wins, to your point about feeling like the program's getting better, six or seven wins and you're bringing back sophomore and junior quarterbacks, you feeling good about that? Is that enough for you? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I certainly feel good about Zach Wilson. It'll be interesting to see what, what Jaron Hall looks like over the next couple of weeks, next three weeks. Um. And I and I do feel like that's trending in the right, you know, in in the right direction. Um, I've I've been surprised 
because a few years ago they recruited all kinds of defensive linemen that I just thought were just absolute studs. I've been surprised that the defensive line has not been better, that that, that the growth there hasn't taken place. Um, and you're right about quarterbacks. You know, they're going to get better as they get older. I mean, if you if you look at John Beck's career, I mean, when you look at his freshman, sophomore, junior years, like they're 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 just very very average statistics. And then his senior year, he was lights out. He was really 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 good. And I think when you, when you look at that, it does help if you have experience at the quarterback position. And, and Hundley is playing better because he's a senior. And I've heard you guys talk about it before. And I and I and I'm totally bought in on the fact that. You know, when you have a junior or a senior quarterback with lots of experience under their belt, you have a better chance of winning just because quarterback plays better. But, man, uh, I mean, they've been hurting at the running back position for a long time, and they've, they've barely addressed it this year. Um, there's been some some other positions at wide receiver where you're wondering if there's anybody that's like a, a breakaway wide receiver, somebody who can stretch the field vertically. Right, I think there's lots of really good receivers there. I'm not sure that there's great, you know, like NFL type receivers there yet. And so, while I feel like the program is going in the right direction, I still think like there's big pieces that they need to to figure out and be able to put in place for them to be the program that they want to be. But you know, this is a tough haul, and. I think some of the pieces that I'm putting together is because Tom Homo has not renewed his contract, that there's some things that he's saying, like, yeah, I understand that, Connie, but, right? And that's what he was waiting to see this year. And with a couple of key injuries, a quarterback and a running back, I think, I think this is a tough, tough three-game stretch right now for BYU. All right, Riley, we appreciate the time. Thanks for checking in with us. We'll talk to you again next week. All right, guys. Thanks. You guys are great.